Hi, Tom Awa here. This week on African Market Explained, we will be rounding up the series on the media's effect on the growth of tech in Africa. Our special guest remains David Afolayan, a media guru and content chief at TechNext, a top media house based in Nigeria. In this session, we will be taking a future perspective, looking to the best case evolution of tech journalism on the continent in the next five years. Let's jump right into it. Thinking five years from now, thinking about tech journalism in Africa, what is the best case evolution? What stage do you think we would have gotten to in terms of comparison with international tech platforms? Um, so two things. One, in terms of structure, uh, I, I really feel in terms of structure, let me, let me try to put my thoughts together. I really feel that one, there are going to be very big platforms and there are going to be a lot of independent players. So what do I mean? Um, the tech space, globally, the tech space is going through a difficult time. And Africa is, is very much affected because a lot of um, the players in this space depend on funding from outside of Africa. And because that, that funding pool has dried up significantly, it's, uh, the impact is seen on how much money media platforms make from, from covering the ecosystem. Um, this We don't know how long this is going to last, but what might become of it is that some platforms might not survive. So the platforms that survive this call will end up becoming the the big the very big platforms that might be so big that it might be too big to fail uh, because they, they would have an accumulation of experiences of the good times and the bad times and that would help them create structures that will survive for a very long time so you're going to have those big players that will survive this turn and that will be there for a very long time then in between you might not really have a lot of smaller platforms. Yeah, if everything gets back to good, some people will start new platforms, new tech media platforms, but they might not really be able to compete with the big guys that will survive. But at the lower end, you're going to have a lot of independent journalists. Um, as we speak, you have people who have just interest, who have interest in the tech ecosystem and they've started out with their own individual platforms. A lot of them uh, can be seen with newsletters like Tech Safari, like uh, um, uh, Communique, Not a Deep Dive, I Free Digest. These are, these are media platforms that do not really have the traditional media structure. So they, 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 you wouldn't, I mean, these are individuals that do not maybe have an editorial team. It might just be a team of two, three people that put together a content, write newsletters once or twice weekly, and they send to a database of thousands of people. They are reporting the news directly to, to people's emails. They're having direct conversations with the end consumers, and they are curating stories Sometimes they have interviews, they organize mini events and all of that. So we're going to see this continue because some people would not want to associate with institutionalized media platforms. They want to report the story in a way that they can control the quality and the pace. Um, so we'll see a lot more people create platforms like these newsletters 
to to disseminate their own narratives in the way that they want it to be consumed. So that would expect a lot of a number of publishers will create more newsletters. These are independent players. We also see a lot of influencers who disseminate information using platforms like Medium, like Twitter, or maybe LinkedIn publisher. These are people I just I just cap them all as as independent. We have what do you have, think in terms of funding? In terms of funding. Mm. Yeah, just like just like every other uh, subsector in the tech African tech ecosystem, when when we ha when we get to that point where um, investors find reasons to bring back funds into the African tech ecosystem, when we get through this problem, as it were, and there is a slush of funds for everybody to pick from, some tech media platforms we get funded because I mean it's the availability of funds. Um, don't forget that media is not like other platform other spaces like fintech, like edutech. Uh, these are high margin, high um, subscriber based markets where you could see a lot of activities, a lot of turnover, a lot of um, user base which is very encouraging media does not generally have the same set of structures so not a lot of investors have interest in investing in media media takes a long time to mature and the returns might not be as massive as fintech so um, we would not generally get the larger chunk of funding like every other part of the ecosystem will but some media platforms will get funding as, as time goes on, because they would have, with, with their experience of the hard times and the good times, they would have been able to build an editorial process and a solid team that, that, that is able to, to take investment and transform their business model into something that could generate more profit for investors. Don't also forget that a lot of tech media platforms are are gradually diversifying into other products that are not exactly what media is known for. So some people are curating data, analyzing data, reselling data. Some others are investing significantly in events, and events are direct one-off uh, revenue-generating machines. Some others are investing in other tools that are essentially not media, but tools that they use and they are able to sell to other people to use it as well. Um, lastly, looking forward, I think that a lot of African tech media platforms will leverage technology to improve their processes. And uh, some of those technology might not, might not be in existence as we speak. So some of those media platforms might end up building those technology for themselves. And those might become revenue generators because if other media platforms across the world realize that they need a similar tool, they could outsource these tools or sell it as a form of service to other platforms. And that could be a, a revenue builder for them. So technology will play a crucial role in the future of the African tech media space. Wow, it was so great talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. Um, your insights and thoughts have been very enlightening. Yeah, thank you so much for the invite. Yeah, let me. That's been an enjoyable session. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. What do you think about David's focus on the media space in Africa? My top three picks from the conversation are: number one, that media platforms have survived the current funding crunch, 
will become very big and more resilient to failure. Number two, although media have low margins and will get chunk of VC funding, some platform will still raise funds. Number three, media houses will develop new revenue models like data analysis and sale, hosting of events, and developing tools for other media houses. Did you learn a lot from this series? You can learn more about our speaker on LinkedIn at David Afolayon and on Technest at technext24.com. This program is presented to you by Bantaba, Africa's largest startup diaspora community. Get in touch on bantaba.com or our at our Banta on social media if you're a startup that is fundraising or a diaspora looking to explore the African tech space. Remember, click the subscribe button to get reminders on all the juicy contents we share. Thank you.